Welcome to the Buddha Belly Life Podcast, empowering purpose, mind to microbiome, a mind-body-soul approach to life, starting with your gut. Join me, Coach Britt, as I interview top wellness entrepreneurs and microbiome science geeks, and together we mastermind a bucket list kind of life while building the ultimate vessel to live it in. Welcome to your Buddha Belly Life. Don't forget to take notes. I would feel angry, I would feel depressed, but it doesn't mean I was depressed. It doesn't mean I, I was angry. Metacognition, I got aware of my feelings, but I didn't allow them to overrule me. I didn't allow them to, uh, to define me. Because everyone, the greatest people, Muhammad Ali felt fear, he felt pain, he felt anger. It didn't make him a scared, angry uh, loser. He, he didn't submit to it, right? Yes. It is okay to have feelings. It's normal. It's normal. So so many of us are worried because we're feeling a certain way and we would think, do I identify with that? No. Mm -hmm. Feelings are like energy. They're like weather. They come and go. You're never going to get rid of the rain. It will be around. It will come around for everybody. It's how you respond to a rainy day that, that, that defines your success. You could have a trillion dollars. You could be president of everything. The whole world could bow down to you. You will still have the feelings available inside of you of loneliness, fear, doubt, resentment. Why do we, we keep hearing about all these people who have everything in their problems? <laughs> you can't buy soulful energy. You, you can't just shift it. You have to become aware of it and you have, to, you have to give credence to it and you have to kind of bow down to it and just realize it's part of the human experience in life and that Beauty is only allowed and only, and only real in life because it's fragile. And if you didn't have its opposite, the good stuff wouldn't exist, right? What would, what would success be if you didn't understand pain? And if you were chronically successful for three years, how dull would it become? It would become your normal, right? Yeah, your normal would be successful. Then you'd be angry about your success because you would feel like you're normal. When anyway, you're going like this, everyone else, it's perspective. Everyone else thinks you're going like this. You feel like you're going like this because you're used to this. So it allows us to appreciate the good thing. We'd never appreciate the good if it wasn't for, like you said, the adversity. I would say adversity is like spiritual muscle. It's like, I'd say the more adversity that God gives you, it's probably because the bigger calling he has for you to use that muscle. It can even go deeper. You can't even feel it. You can't, you out there, you won't even be able to feel love without pain. Take, take a person. Let's just, let's just make an imaginary person. This person's got a trust fund. Parents gave them everything. They are good looking. Everyone loves them. They have no worries in the world. Numb. Numb. Could, could we, if you have ever heard of someone, you might hear stories attached with that with drug problems. Like cocaine addiction, sex addiction, addiction, um, self sabotage, literally creating problems just so there's adversity, starting things up. Mm-hmm. Then you take a person. Let's take for another creative person out, out of just thin air. Now this person, let's say it's a mother who has three kids, no one to support raise those kids, and she's making she's making twenty bucks, fifteen bucks an hour. And she's got to work three jobs to support the, support that. It might be argumentative that that woman might feel more love and gratefulness and appreciation and confidence and integrity in what she's doing. I know what I stand for. I know what I'm doing in my life. My kids are going to be taken care of. 
I got love. That was me. And then you got the kid who's got everything who's over here just thinking, oh my God, I just wish I had cocaine. I, I just wish I had these things. I'm not saying that's a generic or real for everyone. But those are, uh, those are paint pictures we could paint that we have seen in this world. Sometimes you need resilience just to find integrity and find your values. Most people we're inspired by are people who've gone through pain. Tony Robbins is great, you know, shares a lot about great values and all that. And he went through great pain. Most of our favorite stories, E.T., Eric Thompson, great pain, right? Look at David Goggins. He's one of my favorites to reference because that dude is a beast. And you can tell he wears his pain in everything that he does, right? But that's what connects him. And if you're connecting with me right now, that's why you're connecting. You're understanding the pain. You're understanding. So let your pain be your purpose. Let your pain be your fire and be grateful for your experiences because those were what allow you to feel love and and joy and appreciation in this world, which are the most sought after energies that you cannot buy. You cannot buy gratefulness. You cannot buy joyful. You cannot buy love. You cannot buy integrity within yourself. You cannot buy soulful energy is not for sale. So the things we actually want in life are being conditioned from the adversity. And then your Crohn's or colitis or your autoimmune can be the thing, the catalyst to you becoming your greatest self. That's what happened for me. So if you wanted this one thing more, I want to know about, I want people to know about it. I nearly died when I was young. At 26, I nearly passed away. Uh, I'm 34 years old now. And, and I haven't had uh, any major symptom I haven't been on a medication or any problems, normal calprotectin, normal CRP, normal lab work, CT scan, colonoscopy for seven years. Okay. And I had one of the worst cases and it's not because I figured out the magic cure for all of you wondering, well, did tell me the, what's the magic cure? Let just stop with all this voodoo stuff. Tell me the magic cure. The reason I've been so good is I've found what I found ways to eliminate root cause, rebuild my microbiome, retrain my immune system and keep working on it over and over again. And the real cure for me is my ability to respond to adversity. When my son was born, I did notice a little cramping, a little pain, a little problems, waking up at two in the morning, massive stress. My ability to respond to that over these years has been the cure. It's not that I've been walking on water this whole time. And anyone out there who's making you feel like they're walking on water, it's a lie. Okay. It's not that I've been walking on water. It's my ability to respond to adversity and learn. Hey, I just noticed a little loose stool and diarrhea. Why? Hey, my calprotectin shot up. Why? Hey, my TNF alpha cytokine just got raised. Why? My job is to ask why. And I have the courage and the discipline to keep integrating and keep seeing what happens. And I've been doing that for 10 years. So you keep with something long enough, you'll keep growing and keep learning. And where my health was, Seven years ago, when I started getting symptom-free to where it is now, I'm 10 times healthier because I'm 10 times smarter. I know my labs. I've looked. I've researched. I've been doing this. I've made it my career. Mm-hmm. So what's possible, guys? What's possible for you? I wanna, the last thing I want to say about my story, I now run my own company. I work for myself. My son is in the other room. I don't even have to leave his side. My dad left every day for 40 years to an office. I don't have to leave one moment. And the way I'm seeing it right now, I'll never have to work for someone ever again. Okay. I am my, my career is highly, highly impactful. I save lives. I change lives. I'm very passionate about what I do. I only do what I want to do. And my job is to make myself as healthy as possible so I can figure out simple systems to help other people do the same all around the world. I've helped heal four year olds, 70 year olds, thousands, people who already speak English, 
people who've been on their deathbed post-surgery, past surgery, on medications, failed for 30 years straight. I talked to a woman today. She's just joined our program. She's had Crohn's disease for 35 years. She's having massive, massive awareness around what's going on that no one, no one taught her. She even said it. How come no one taught me this before? That was my mission. I built my company because I needed my company. Where was this information for more? Why wasn't it simplified? Why wasn't it digestible? It's not that, oh, why, you know, it's the perfect diet. It's the strategy. So a footnote, guys, on, on your answer. Let's just go here real quick with your answer. Healing anything, cancer, Crohn's, any of it is like a chess match. We all know how to move a bishop. We all know how to move a pawn. You can learn the, the ideas of how to move chess pieces within functional natural medicine. When you use them, how you use them, why you make a move is how you become a great chess player. You need to use your pieces and use your experiences and you need to re refine that based on how your opponent is playing. And a lot of you are completely in the clouds or have no knowledge or understanding of how your opponent is playing against you. Is it digestion? Is it infection? Is it viral, parasite, candida, mold? Is it, is it an autoimmune reaction? Is it the CRP or the calprotectin? Where's the inflammation? Is your mucosal lining healthy or damaged? Is it uh, gallbladder issues? Liver. Are you, are, you, are you having more sensitivity or more toxicity? Are your cells completely overwhelmed? And I think that's where people get overwhelmed too. I think in, in, in any condition, especially any condition, I mean, my husband has yeah. scoliosis that leads to terrible back stuff all the time. And if someone could have helped him a hundred years ago, I mean, he does all these things. Everyone wants to know the exact path. And we talked about this on last month's, um, when we yeah. talked about SIBO and her two-year battle, um, Tracy's. Yeah. And I referenced uh, a rock climbing wall. We can't know the full path to where we're going. We just grab one foothold or handhold at a time. And that's like, that's essentially what we were talking about with chess. Only I think that's a great analogy that you put to that was that it's, you're being strategic one move at a time. You're not trying to bank the whole game and you have to have the mindset to do that. And I think that's why so many people just give in and give up. Like watching people pass away kills me when, yeah. when they've just succumbed to, they've just given into, sorry, moment. They've given into the atypical medical treatments of let's bandaid the symptom until it gets worse. Like you said, you know, and let's bandaid the symptom until it gets worse. And until they're on, you know, hundred medications and now they just believe that this is their life forever, you know, and I, what I want to know, Dane, can you, so I know the story, but you didn't get to this part yet, but the moment you decided to walk out of the hospital at, what were you, 90 some pounds and you're six foot, yeah. <laughs> can you clarify that? Because you can yeah. clarify the specifics on that. And then I want to know a bit about what that took in your mind to enter that chess game at that point. Brilliant. Yes. So, um, for me guys, and maybe you get there. I just, I, I, I tried, I played their games and I put my health in other people's hands for too long and I kept getting more sick. So in my mind, I was thinking I can't do worse. Mm -hmm. I was thinking I can't do worse. And I'm the kind of a type personality that once I get something in my head, I latch onto it like a dog on a bone. Like I'm just, not going to lose. I'm just, I get obsessive and I'm not a brilliant man, 
my superpower is to take complicated things and simplify them so I can integrate them, so I can be consistent with them. That is what I did well. I looked at all this jargon of functional medicine and all these research papers and clinical ideas and all these philosophies, and I was able to simplify the takeaways and look at what I could integrate and test those against what was going on in my body. That was the brilliance. I didn't get down to 90 some. I'm 6'2". I got down to about 120 pounds, 122. I usually walk around at 185. So I lost about 65 pounds. And um, I, I lost the ability to walk. I said I had such, such muscle atrophy from being in a bed that my muscles, like I couldn't, I couldn't flex my calf anymore. I couldn't walk up a step. I, I could hardly stand. I mean, it was, it was a crazy thing. It was like, it was kind of, I mean, it was just, you you lose complete ability to move your body and, and you kind of let go in a way, like you, you're kind of tired of the pain. You don't want to die or anything, but you're just, you're just tired. You just don't, you don't, you're so much brain fog. You can't even think anymore. You just kind of let yourself just start just going away a little bit, you know? And, um, but when I, when I kind of woke up, I, the, the, I want to say this too about natural medicine guys. Don't just try to use one thing, use everything combined. If it wasn't for the prednisone, I'd be dead. If it wasn't for the antibiotics, I'd be dead. Let's make that really clear. I needed my doctor. I needed that conventional therapy. I could have just done the diet and supplements and the meditation and the, the shield program and all that. I needed conventional medicine to give me, give me a float, right? To get me a float. Mm-hmm. So I was, it was, I believe in everything combined. Use conventional if it's an integrity with you. Use functional, use Ayurvedic, right? Use spiritual, use, use everything possible to get where you need to be. The number one goal is not to cure you, okay? Forget curing you for a second. Get stable. Because once you're stable, the urgency goes away and now you have time. The hardest thing in the beginning is everything's urgent. You're anemic. You can't eat. You're throwing up. You're going 20 times a day. You're bleeding. These are urgent issues. Get stable. Get time. And then from there, like a strategy. Now, with with my experience, I've gotten very confident. I've helped people hit home runs in five days. I've had people who have chronic, chronic symptoms for three years and get rid of them in five to seven days. We've had that. That's possible, Okay. Is it common? No, it's not necessarily common, but I 100% know that that is possible. So when I look at that chessboard, I am seeing, can I checkmate this thing in three moves? 100%. I am always looking to hit a home run, but I am also being realistic about a strike or an RBI for all my baseball fans out there. Okay? So it's, it, it is something where you, you always want to be thinking big, but planning for stable, planning for small. And, and the best way you can stabilize right now, guys, again, get happy. Let go of your pain. Let go of your anger. Let go of your resentment. And if your loved one is, it, it needs to hear this, you pause this right now. You go get them. You replay this. I'm going to talk to your loved one right now. Get happy. 100% number thing you've got to do right now. You've got to get happy. Put on that Bob Marley. Have fun. Get some sunshine. Go gardening. Go walk. Call your friends. Tell them what you love about them. Forgive your dad, forgive your mom, forgive your best friend, forgive your significant other who wasn't there for you, whatever. Let go of it all. Put on the Bob Marley, let the sun shine in, take a big breath and start allowing yourself to create from mental clarity. Then you can start getting real spicy with it. You can start using different type of functional protocols, or you could look at like low-dose naltrexone, low-dose allergen therapy, low-dose immunotherapy. You could look at different types of chiropractic work or acupuncture. You can look at 
elemental uh, uh, meals or semi-elemental. You could look at being vegan or paleo. You could start getting more specific about your food philosophy. You could start using supplements to help empower your body and your detox pathways. So you can start learning this language. And if you're going to learn this language, which you're going to carry for the rest of your life, and it's the most valuable thing for any human, despite if you're sick, in my opinion, functional medicine and health is the most valuable asset in this world. There's nothing more valuable. Mm-hmm. Nothing more valuable. So I don't care if you're sick or not. This is the most valuable thing you can do because you have the power not only to have a say in your own health, but everyone you love. My naturopath professor used to say it. He goes, pay now or pay later. Some people sacrifice their health to get rich. Then they spend their riches trying to get healthy. If they even make it that far. So that's the thing. You got to look at it. You know, I, 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 I spend money on my, on, on my functional medicine because I'm curious. I'm interested. I'm trying to get deeper. And I know this is everything I can do to help everyone I care about. You know, I don't want, I don't want my mom or dad to get sick and me be helpless and just be saying, doc, what can we do? What can we do? And he says, we can't do anything. It's not his fault. That's just, he says he can't do anything in his world. Can I? That to me is inspiring. It's not just about me anymore. So what, what do you have to lose? Another thing when you're looking at actions, everyone, when you're looking at thinking about doing something, ask yourself, do you have anything to lose? Is there any risk? If, if you're, maybe you're someone out there, I get a lot of this. People are going, I have no experience with functional medicine. This sounds a little bit like voodoo. I don't think I can do this. I'm not really sure if I'm ready to dive in. Natural medicine can only help conven- conventional medicine work better. If you're working with someone who knows what they're doing, they're not doing anything crazy. Natural or functional medicine can only help conventional medicine work better. It can only help when done correctly. It can't hurt. It can't hurt to be gluten-free. It can't hurt to learn how to prepare meals so they're more absorbable and they reduce inflammatory response. It can't hurt to do a GI maps quantitative PCR stool test. (laughs) It can't hurt. Start asking yourself and don't be scared to start doing things that can't hurt and can only help. And if you are having problem with that, then what's going on is the real disease is the trauma in the mind. The first thing I, I start with, with my clients, private, my private clients who, you know, you spend their harder money to work one-on-one with me, I work on their mind. We define success because if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you got into natural medicine be, out of fear because you got sick and you reacted to the sickness with trying to do something about it. So everything you know about natural medicine might be basically like brewed in fear. I'm on this diet because of what happened to me. I'm learning about these supplements because of these things that, are, that happened to me. Or my naturopath or functional medicine doctor solved these problems in my lab work, so I need to take these things. Fear, 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 fear. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference of where I am now and where I was and how I've been so consistent with my lifestyle, because I don't have a diet anymore. I have a lifestyle. I have no diet. Okay. I have a lifestyle that makes me happy and healthy. I desire what I do. I no longer make moves out of fear. I desire what I do. I desire what I eat. I desire what I take. I desire my lab work. I desire my protocols. I desire to read what I read. If I was never sick, I wouldn't change one thing about how I live right now. Now, if you, if you're listening to this, ask yourself, if you were never sick, how much would you change about what you're doing on a day-to-day right now? Most of us would say, wow, I probably wouldn't be doing any of this. 
Where would the growth ever be? That'd be like a relationship or anything, right? If you were never challenged, if you never had a partner to say like, hey, you're being an ass right now, right? I mean, you just go along being the same person. You'd never grow. Like, Yeah, but you also wouldn't want it. You wouldn't no. want it. So if I put it in front of you, you'd say, why? I have no reason to want that. I'll keep eating my Cheetos. Thank you. Mm-hmm. you know? I think and I almost so- at a point got addicted to the adversity in my life because I saw the greatest catapult in my own personal self, in my soul, in my drive, and then the things that God had in store for me on the other end through those things. So I almost like revved yeah. up when hard things happened. You know who else is like that? Who? Tri- triathlon runners. Mm. They seek the worst adversity. They literally want to push themselves to the utmost break, breaking point. Some people, they learn that that's where the growth is, is to really go for that breaking point. You can get addicted to it. And that could be a vice in itself to just go too far. Agreed. Agreed. You almost have to you get to a point if, if you've, if you've had it right, you know, I had an interesting upbringing, childhood, et cetera, you know, of adversity. I was primed for a lot of that personally. So I have a big empathy for it and a big desire and passion to empower people into their own best self, which is exactly like what you're saying, Dane. And, yeah. but it, you almost get to a point place where you've done a lot of stuff that you got to start living and almost enjoying the garden that you've cultivated or else we'll just keep like, getting ready to fight a new war tomorrow, you know? You don't, that is not something you should think about. That is a requirement because mm-hmm. we are not, what, one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of the word diet is because diet means short-term imprisonment. Mm-hmm. It's negative. It's, it's, it's a short, it's, I'm going to do this for this, this one thing. But just like exercising, if you stop eating a certain way or you stop exercising, you're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to eat really well, and then I start cheating or celebrating, and I gluten and pizza, and all of a sudden your symptoms start coming up again. And that's why most people say, "How do I just live in this bubble? I just want to eat this very specific. I'm going to do it for the next twenty or thirty years." And they start becoming isolated. So, the, some ways I've dealt with that is I never cheat; I only celebrate. Okay, language, guys. This is so important when you're dealing with health. It's okay. Change your language. NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Change your language and enroll everyone you care about in this new language. Okay. When I, and there's, I want to show you some differences of where I am now and where I was so you can start getting some aha moments of where is your ending. Thanks for joining us in this week's Buddha Belly Life podcast. For more episodes, coaching resources, and gut programs, visit BuddhaBellyLife.com. Don't forget to put us in your schedule for next week. And remember, keep showing up and enjoy the journey.